What was I saying? Oh, you're listening to the Drew Marshall Show. Thank you for tuning in. We've had a great show so far, and the hits keep on coming. Jana Reese <laughs> and David Van. Let's just get them on the uh, on the air right now. David, I've been struggling all day with how to say your name. Is it Van Bema? Yeah. Dang. On the nose, first time out. All right. Uh, Jenna Reese and David Ben Bima, they are the authors, along with some other uh, guy who we won't talk about because he's, he's been on the show before. He's a good guy. I like that guy. Authors of The Prayer Wheel, A Daily Guide to Renewing Your Faith with a Rediscovered Spiritual Practice. Jenna, um, you recently helped me find a guest. Who was that again? Oh, that's right. I forgot. It was Cinco Paul, who that's is one right. of the authors of, yeah. of a number of animated movies that we love, like uh, Despicable Me and Secret Life of Pets. Well, thank you. I wanted to say publicly, thank you for helping me find a guest. That guy was good. I really liked him. I mm-hmm. said something like, you're so nice, you're probably a Mormon. And I was right. So, <laughs> That's true. It was a good guess. Okay, um, as far as this prayer wheel is concerned, uh, it, it's it sounds like one of them uh, things from a long time ago that because it's so from some from so long ago that people are giving it credit and value now. You know, if something's new, uh, we don't really believe it. But if it's from so long ago, ooh, we might we maybe we should dig it up and reinvestigate it. And then I found out that Richard Rohr signed off on it, and I was like, okay, that's it. I'm in. So, uh, David, how do you explain this book to your people? Uh, well, I, I talked to them about how I first ran across the, uh, the diagram that's the center of the book. The, the, the prayer wheel is actually a wheel, and it's made up of uh, basically uh, four concentric circles uh, surrounding uh, one word, Deus, in Latin, uh, which is God. And each of those four circles contains... A different text. One of them is uh, the Lord's Prayer. Another one is the Beatitudes. Uh, another one is um, the uh, Gifts of the Holy Spirit. And another one is a seven-part uh, Life of Christ that's derived from Matthew. And what the guy uh, or the woman who created this um, prayer wheel did was to take those texts and align them in such a way so that not only could you read them around the way that I just described, but you could read all their first parts, all their second parts, all their third parts, all their fourth parts, their fifth parts, their sixth parts, and their seventh parts, because they're all divided into seven parts, and you could read those as spokes headed toward the middle of the wheel. So you've got the text going around the wheel, and then each spoke goes through a piece of one of the texts and ends up at God. So you have seven paths to God that are made up of recombined versions of what at the time were incredibly well-known texts, and still now uh, some of them are, are very well-known. Um, Tim, did you Is understand that? Because it sound, to me it sounds like uh, it sounds like one of those, um, there's some kind of a... Enneagram? No, but no, no, uh, but I'm saying like a, this is a similar kind of vibe. There is uh, a knowledgeable thing that we can we can put down into, and I don't mean to simplify, but yeah, it's like different personalities, and this is how they work. And then we've got this this life wheel, and there's eight parts to it. People like it when you simplify things. Okay, Jana, what's the pushback you get from people like I don't know the conservative evangelicals who are freaked out by incense? You know, they they hear this <laughs> and they go, "Ooh, prayer wheel, what's this all about?" And they, you know, they're just not. They're not happy with it for whatever reason. What's the pushback? Well, I haven't gotten a huge amount of pushback. I think mostly people are just really curious. And by the way, if you are curious and you want to see it, because it's it's so much easier to understand when you can see it visually, it's uh, available at prayerwheelbook.com. 
and then you can kind of learn more about the history and learn more about the book. So I don't think there's been a lot of pushback. I think mostly people just don't know what the heck do we do with this. I don't know. You guys in Canada, <laughs> I was watching curling for the first time with the Winter Olympics last week, and I looked at the, the center of the curling system, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's the wheel. It looks like that. <laughs> so my husband's going to, like, juxtapose on um, – uh, Adobe Photoshop, the, the curling wheel and the prayer wheel. Please don't. No, please don't, because <laughs> curling curling is one of those sports that should not be a sport. Unless no. there's a lot of alcohol involved, then it would be hilarious. Drunk people on ice throwing rocks? Come it, on. I'm sorry, it involves a lot Are of skill. Are they going to kick you out of Canada for saying Probably. that? Probably. Yeah, yeah, Drew doesn't like maple syrup either. No, I do. I do Whoa. too. Do too. That's blasphemous, right there, man. We 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 don't, we don't advise driving the prayer wheel drunk. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> Jesus, take the prayer wheel. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think that my answer. I haven't gotten any pushback either, but I think that I've thought a lot about you know people who uh, have a very strict view, and essentially because each of these texts is is such is a text that is filled with central scriptural ideas, most of, them, most of them direct from scripture. What you have here is sort of the whole council of scripture uh, involved mm-hmm. in this. You have a very, very dense group of ideas uh, that are arranged in such a way so that you can move simply through them to God. Um, but I don't really think that there's going to be a whole lot of pushback, because I, what we have here are, are, are you know, there's, there's nothing too uh, radical or unorthodox in here. Yeah, but I, there's a thing here that says, think of the prayer wheel as a medieval handheld device. Now, when I think of medieval handheld devices, I think of things like swords and, uh, what are those things with the chain and the big spiky ball? Mace. <laughs> Well, not to get on the wrong side of the uh, of the Reformation, but uh, <laughs> another medieval hand, handheld prayer device at the Rosary. Oh, you're right. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So, Jenna, let's do the North American thing here, which is how – give me an example of how this will actually help me, right? A practical example of how I would use the prayer wheel. So I get up in the morning, and instead of opening our daily bread and reading, you know, 47 – words about something that day, uh, and then turning on Keith Green and, I don't know, whatever. Uh, I would, what, I would grab this this prayer wheel, I would get the book, I would go, go to the web, like, what, you got to help me put this into my hands, please. Okay, so two things, two things. The first is that uh, everything in the book is divided into basically seven weeks. So if, you, if you're going through the book and you have these 49 days, to go through every element of the wheel, that's when you start to see how these fit together and why some things are paired with other things. Like in one of the paths that David was talking about, uh, the passion of Jesus and the phrase of the Lord's Prayer, your will be done, are together. And, you know, not my will, but thine be done is one of the things that Christ says when he is in the Garden of Gethsemane. And so there are realizations like that all throughout the wheel if you take the time to get to them. And then, then the second thing I would say is that we are doing a Facebook devotion every day during Lent, started on Wednesday, and it's totally free. You can download a copy of The Wheel without buying the book. Just go to Facebook and go to our Prayer Wheel uh, Facebook page and join in the conversation. So every day we're praying through one little element of The Wheel and praying for each other and talking about our lives. And so if you're looking for that sort of concrete way in, that's a good way to do it in community. Okay. All right. This sounds oh, on the... Uh... <laughs> it's, it's, no, no, no. No, it's, it, it is... 
I mean, think about the think about the Lord's Prayer, and think about how many times you've said it, and think about teaching it to your kids, and think about you know your kids having having said it so so many times, and then think about how much you're able to 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 get into it at this point when having repeated it again and again and again, and whether you're able to make it fresh for yourself. And one of the ways to see the wheel is something that takes the Lord's Prayer. It also takes these other texts, but we'll talk about the Lord's Prayer for now. And it refreshes it because it gives you these other things that you can attach it to uh, that come from the other texts. And by the time you're finished, each one of those texts is, is new and refreshed for you. And you're really doing a little bit of what the monks did, which is, uh, to meditate on these texts, and you can then build your own prayers from them. And what what most of the book really is is one prayer that is built out of uh, that's built out of the wheel. So just you can go step by step and and see how Jenna and, and uh, Patton did it. Uh, speaking of Patton, we we do want to just give a shout out to to Patton. He's had a, a personal uh, loss in his life, and uh, man, I like that guy, Patton Dodd. Good guy. He's been on the show yeah. before, and and uh, if those of you who are listening have have a prayer life, you don't know Patton, but he, anybody, when any of us have a real personal loss, and I'm not at liberty to say, I don't know whether I should or shouldn't, but I'm not going to, but any of us that go through some kind of real hurt and personal loss stuff, that is the point of being someone who, who thinks there's more to this life than what we see before us. And we should feel the angst and the pain and the loss of others. So anyway, all of that is to say that there are three people that have, have participated in this book, Patton Dodd, Jana Reese, and David Van Bema. Uh, Jana and David are on their phone. Patton was going to join us, but but he just, yeah, tough loss. So please pray for, ooh, I just said please pray. I don't think I've ever, have I said, when was the last time I said please pray for somebody? Uh, 2006. He's, he's written very eloquently about um, applying the wheel to the situation that, that he was in. Really? Yeah, yeah and, and you can. I mean, this is, this is our point this is not it's not a toy um it's not uh, a novelty it was um a very basic part of uh, the lives of these very prayerful people uh from about you know a thousand ad until 1500 or so and we're very lucky to have found it again it's not a gimmick it's 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 a help in 2015, a group of rare manuscripts from medieval monasteries, which I've stayed in a few myself, so interesting and cold, by the way, uh, went on exhibit at the New York Gallery of the International Dealer, uh, some fancy. Yeah, that's it. Uh, the crown jewel of that collection was a book of the four Gospels, originally from an abbey in Lisbon, Germany. Not Lisbon. L- is it Lisbon? How do you actually say it? Uh, Lisbon. Lisbon. Viewers marveled at the ornate beauty of the 10th century volume, a crucified Christ carving in stunning relief on its oak cover, gorgeously illuminated chapter openings, and its text pages unfolding in elegant Carolingian. Why are there so many big words here, man? Seriously. They had more syllables back then. Jeez, they used way more, <laughs> less words, more syllables. That's right. It's like reading Conrad Black. Well, it means it, 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 Carolingian comes from the word uh, Charlemagne, who was king around about that time. Okay. I'm going to stop reading this because all it's doing is revealing how no, ignorant I am. You're about, to, you're about to hit the short words. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the volume's most surprising element had been inserted later on a normally blank protective sheet near the front someone probably a medieval monk 
had added an intriguing circular diagram. Its concentric rings were inscribed in Latin words and phrases in spidery writing, rendered in deep brown and bright red. In a circle at the center of the rings was the word "deuce." You know the, this endorsement from Richard Rohr that caught your eye, and thank you, Richard, for that endorsement. You know he said it's a brilliant rediscovery. And he wasn't talking about our book, you know. He was talking about this wheel, yeah. this tool that that David mentioned. You know, this is a, a remarkable thing. We've had a few medieval spiritual practices that have been rediscovered, like the labyrinth, for example, mm-hmm. which has become very meaningful for a lot of people. And this is another one that we have taken from a prior age, you know, kind of dropped into our laps through history and tried to figure out how do we reverse engineer this thing for modern prayer, for modern people. You know, it wasn't until I walked the Camino that I actually was able to appreciate the tools that Catholicism has brought into the spiritual world, because I spent so long as an evangelical focusing on making fun of other groups of people, even within my own tribe, for the stuff they do and the way they do it. And when I discovered some of the cathedrals that I was in or even, you know, the prayer circle, the labyrinth and the walk and the, just even just a pilgrimage. I mean, I was, I just felt like an ignorant tool for not knowing this stuff for so long and realizing it it, in my growed up years that this stuff can actually help me focus a little bit more. And this was, uh, this was created fairly early on in the middle ages. Um, and it, it has to do with the history of, of Catholicism. You don't find Mary in, in this wheel because Mary had not yet moved toward the center of Catholicism. So uh, it's, I'm not trying to say, so all, all the Protestants can use it too, but <laughs> no. I kind of am saying that, that one of the things that might cause it to be controversial in some circles is just not part of it. Uh, and almost despite the fact that it is Catholic, because everybody was Catholic back then, yeah. um, that it is... You know, it's accessible to Christians. Uh, David Van Bema was head religion writer at Time from 99 to 2009, where he wrote 25 cover stories for the magazine, as well as covers for Life Magazine, People, and the Washington Post. What is the name? Oh, Michelle Borstein. She is, I like that girl. Uh-huh. Um, she's Great. got a fair amount of testicular fortitude. Uh-huh. Uh, his recent work has appeared in Time, The Washington Post, TheAtlantic.com, another great outfit, and Religion News Service. Love these guys. He's the author of uh, the book Mother Teresa, The Life and Works of a Modern Saint. And uh, Jan Reese is an editor and writer who holds degrees in religion from Wesley College, Princeton Theological Seminary, hoity-toity, and Columbia University. She is a senior columnist for Religion News Service and speaks often to the media, like the Drew Marshall Show, about issues pertaining to religion in the United States of America. Jana, Dave. David, you guys are very interesting people, and I'm glad the three of you, including Patton, um, tackled this book. Well done. Well done, guys. Thank you. Thank you. We're glad to talk about the Prayer Wheel. We appreciate your help. (laughs) Prayerwheelbook.com. That's where you go. Get it. Look at it. Go to the Facebook thing. I mean, get into this. It's interesting, interesting stuff. Guys, thank you for joining us today. Really good to have both of you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Jana, David, good, good people. We haven't had one jerk on the show. Well, you're uh, yeah. Here, don't but. don't sell it out too soon.